Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at FirstSipBrewBox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at FirstSipBrewBox.com. Woe to you, O Earth and Sea. It's the Hop Nation. USA Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and children over the age of 21, welcome to the Hot Nation USA podcast. What was that? Uh, Guys, there, there's an intro we have not heard in quite some time. It's like, uh, you know, Throwback Thursday, but you should be listening to us on a Friday. Yes, at noon, <laughs> when new episodes air. Friday at noon. I don't think people would have heard that probably since uh, July of 2018. <laughs> Sure. I don't know. I think that was the last time I was on this podcast. (laughs) You keep better track of when you're on than we do. I I guess I did the December mini episode or super episode, whatever you want to call it. Super episode. Super episode with uh, all of our good craft beer loving friends. Not to mention the shit show. But Sam is back on the show, which is fantastic. Yeah. At least for me, because I haven't done this in a while and hopefully I'm not too rusty. Yeah. So do you remember what to do next? Well, let's see. We are episode 94 nope no three nope no two. there you yeah, go there 92 <laughs> okay so i need to introduce the episode number next okay and to my right i don't know i guess i should say as always because you know normally when i'm right, always. Sure, to my right, <laughs> right so always for me as always is steve hello steve, what's up <laughs> hello <laughs> and to my left is adam of course <laughs> of course man i guys i think i still got it <laughs> This intro has been a lot like watching, um, like people in physical therapy when they had the parallel bars. Where they had to, they're taking like the little granny steps. Yeah, yeah. And then you see them just sweating. Yeah, but we're doing it. Well, I gotta wade back into the water, guys. I'm not just yeah. gonna jump right into the deep end. I gotta, I gotta make sure that I still know what I'm talking about here. R- really? Well, we hope so. We yeah, hope so. Yeah, it's not that difficult. <laughs> I know, I we know. Did, we didn't switch format. We're not on to, like, nanotechnologies or cryptocurrencies or anything yeah. like that. Steve is not a robot. It's not a car show yet. Yet. Adam still oh, is a yet. robot. <laughs> Wait, what? You've always been a robot. Oh. Remember Earth 2, Adam the robot? Oh, that's right. <laughs> That's a callback. <laughs> Callbacks call all episode. Wow. <laughs> now, lucky for you guys, even though I haven't been podcasting with you recently, I have still been enjoying craft beer. So hopefully there's a lot to talk about on the show today and I can, you know, contribute some good nuggets of information. No pun intended, I'm sure. That's right. Yes. No pun intended. <laughs> well, why don't you start ah, by... We only had 450 North on the show today. Damn it. Yeah, well, that's future episodes. If you happen to have any 450 North and from their Nugget series or their Slushy series and you'd like to send them this way, just email us at hopnationusa at gmail.com. Yay! I would love to get my hands on some of that. Where are they out of? Uh, somewhere in nowhere, Indiana. Is nowhere, Indiana a place? Because I think that's where they're from. It's somewhere in Indiana. I can't All remember right. the town, but that's where they are. Okay. Yeah. All right. But they get a... We'll say Columbus, w- Indiana. 
Sure. Sure. They what get the a hell? lot of buzz on the gram, so. Uh, yeah. See, I'm not on the gram. I know. Well, we're all <laughs> technically on the gram. True. Well, we're, we're, all all te- we're all technically on the gram. Again, that's a throwback from last week's episode <laughs> where I was yelling at Dennis for his Instagram having weird, what is it, man children? No. It it's, so- all, it's all about the fact that the millennials are in the eating ass. Oh, that's right. They're eating ass. Yeah. He's got kids eating ass on his Instagram. Yeah. I, don't look at me. I'm not the one that have Ooh, kids eating ass on my Instagram. Man, this show has taken a turn. Talking about kids eating ass on Instagram? Not kids' kids, but the millennials. The youngins. Yeah. The youngins. Okay, well, that's good that it's not kids' kids. Hopefully yeah, not it's at kids least kids, everybody. Right. Anybody over the age of 18. Yes. Agreed. I mean, to each yes. their own, but yes. interesting. Just remember, kids, you got to be over 18 to eat ass, but over 21 to drink beer. <laughs> that is true. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyhow, we're not going to be drinking any 450 North on the show today, but we are going to be drinking some absolutely fantastic beers in what is my favorite style of the moment, maybe of all time. I don't know. That's a bold statement, but it might be true. You got to stand, you gotta stand by it. for the last couple of years. So. <laughs> take, a, take a hard stance. That's Be right. an authority on the subject. Shit or get off the pot, Sam. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, it's kind of hard to think about, though, because, I mean, this is this is kind of like the flavor of the week, but it's been that flavor for the last couple of years. So don't want to keep everybody in suspense. This episode is going to be brought to you by the great state of Boston, Massachusetts. Wait. City. <laughs> <laughs> Boston's a city, Massachusetts is a state, blah, blah, blah. Actually, Anywho. you're wrong. Massachusetts it's is a actually a commonwealth. All That's right. right. Just like PA. And Virginia. And right. Kentucky. Can we get to the beer? Oh, I would love to. Yes. Oh, my yes. God. <laughs> Anywho, we have three New England IPAs on the show for uh, us to consume today. Mm-hmm. And they are all out of the Boston area. So this is going to be like an origin story episode. We're going to drink the beers. We're going to learn about how this style developed where it came from we're going to talk about some other stuff too sure (laughs) (laughs) wow that's all great and all but let me talk now (laughs) i know i have a feeling steve is ready for me to shut the hell up and get off well no i'm ready for you to introduce the first beer you you've been touting these beers you're obviously the ipa i believe i called you pontificator uh a previous episode yeah so now's your time start pontificating Give us our first one. All right. So Steve is ready to drink. So first up, we are going to be drinking a beer uh, from a brewery out of Boston called Fat Orange Cat. And this beer is a New England style IPA. Surprise, surprise. Coming in at an 8% ABV. And this beer is called the Fockless Monster. And looking at the can art, it has a cat in here in our body of water mimicking the Loch Ness Monster and it's Fockless because that's actually an acronym for Fat Orange Cat. F-O-C-less Monster. So, what's very exciting about Fat Orange Cat though is that they just started distributing to Pittsburgh. That's a relatively new thing in the last uh, few months and we're very excited to welcome them. Especially myself because you're very excited. Right, yeah. (laughs) We haven't had anything from them. We can't can't make that decision yet. But after today you will no longer be able to say that. So why don't I crack this damn thing and we start enjoying this F-O-C-less Monster. So while Sam pours these up, I have a disclaimer for the episode. It's quite obvious that Sam is very excited for all these beers, and he can't wait to just jam them down our gullets and (laughs) force us to enjoy them. 
Adam, force is a good word. I'm going to force you guys to enjoy all of these beers. Yeah. Adam, on the other hand, if you've listened to any episode, know that IPAs do not settle well with him, so he's likely to be a grumpy bear all episode. I, on the other hand, feel like I get the one to be the voice of reason this episode for a change. Yeah, this is, this is a change. <laughs> I, I will throw this out there that of the IPAs, the New England style is less terrible. Yeah, yeah, it has been less terrible to you. You've actually liked some of them and yes. milkshake IPAs, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it, I have expanded my horizons a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> We've got our glasses here. And, uh, hey, big surprise, it's hazy. <laughs> and orange. And orange. <laughs> it is hazy and orange, but it's not as hazy as some of the other New England uh, IPAs that are out there. It, uh, I mean, you much... can't see through it. There's no clarity in it, but... Are you sure this isn't just a Belgian beer? Uh, well, this looks a lot no. more hazy than a Belgian beer. <laughs> it's is... A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. But, like Sam says, it's, it, not, it's, not, complete, it's not complete orange juice at this no. point either. No, it is not. So, do you know any of the uh, stats on this ABV? Uh, I see 8%. Yeah, I did say ABV. I called that one out earlier. Uh, IBUs? Don't matter. Um, Probably not. You know, that's a great question. (laughs) I actually have no idea. It's not on the can, and I didn't look it up before the show, so sorry about that, Hop Nation. (laughs) Anything on the, uh, well, probably not, but you probably don't know what the hops that were used were. I'm going to guess Citra is part of this. Get it's right out of town. I would assume so. Get out. Probably some Citra. Maybe a little bit of Mosaic. Ooh. Maybe some Galaxy. Ooh. I don't know. Maybe we should try it first, and then we'll try to pinpoint what hops are in here. Okay. Okay. It's on the nose. It's tropical. Citrusy. It's there. Mine smells like hand lotion, but that might be because I just use hand lotion right before I turn on the microphone <laughs> try it without your fingers <laughs> just put it on the, put it on the table and put your nose up to it <laughs> okay it no longer smells like hand lotion yeah good well, that's this good because <laughs> it shouldn't does yours smell coconutty to you guys <laughs> smell like a tropical paradise mine smells like tea <laughs> i just bought a tea hand hand soap Ooh. yeah bath and body works no ow eagle <laughs> yeah all right <laughs> Fair enough. Want to drink it? Sure. Okay. We can do that. So Adam doesn't like it. I can just tell looking at his face, he's not happy. I'm really not. <laughs> well, what's sorry nice about this beer is that it ha- it's it's kind of like it doesn't to me taste like a traditional New England style IPA. It's it's kind of a mishmash between East Coast and West Coast to me, and I'll I'll explain this that I'm getting a lot of tropical notes up front, more of those citra hops, but on the back end, it's kind of finishing a little piney for me which is more traditional of the West Coast IPAs. So I'm thinking that bitterness on the back end might be what Adam isn't enjoying right now. That's part of it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you hit the dartboard. (laughs) Dang it, I wanted that triple 20. I only got a single. Single 20. So I'm going to go along with what Sam said. I, I do get it, and it does have that resinous back end that just sits around with you. doesn't bother me. I kind of like this beer so far. Nope. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I like it. It's relatively clean. It has a lot of uh, flavor to it. Uh, my palate is enjoying it. Mine is not. <laughs> now, it, it, to me, it's that hop residue. Uh, if you're not a hop head, you're not going to like it. Uh, yeah. There are other IPAs, especially the Hazy or the New England style. It, that's all the same thing. Right. But where they are able to get out of their own way. 
Yeah, well, and this one, it seems a lot more like the hops were actually used in the boil and the bitter. Right. It's not just mm-hmm. a straight-up dry hop right? or a cryo hop at the end. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, it has real hop character to it. They, they tried to make a hybrid of a hybrid. Mm-hmm. Kind of, yeah. So, I, I like it so far. I, I like I like beers that have a bite to them. So, and this one does have one. <laughs> What's interesting about this brewery and the other breweries we're going to uh, enjoy on this show today, Adam, is that these breweries primarily produce IPA beers. So, mm-hmm. every one that they put out might be slightly different. So, there might be other fat orange cat beers that you you, you might enjoy because they uh, you know the hot profile is a little different. It might be a little smoother, a little more mellow for right. you. Right. I'm not saying that it's a poorly executed beer that's that's not what i'm saying it's not a bad beer it's just not a beer for me oh, oh i hey to each their <laughs> own i'm just saying in an, in an ipa world there's going to be a lot of option out there for you and with these breweries everyone is going to be a little different so God, i hope it never comes to you that. can write off this beer but don't, don't write off fat orange cat look at this, i don't want to live in an ipa here. world <laughs> this Faulkness monster it loves you adam just be thankful for home brewing oh, gosh, I have no <laughs> idea <laughs> All right, well then, I think it's time that we move on to the first segment of the evening. News and notes, and Sam, you haven't been here for this, but we added a third part to it, neat. Yes. Oh, news, notes, and neat. So what's the neat? Well, neat's just anytime we find something that isn't particularly interesting or relevant, or it's just something we enjoy. (laughs) Right. Oh. Yeah. Usually it's beer-related. Oh, so it doesn't have to be beer-related. I mean, no. It It is. It is. I mean, but I mean, it doesn't have to be. It's it's something that, that, you know, that's kind of happening in the industry that isn't necessarily news. You know, maybe there's an individual brewery that's doing something different, or somebody reached a milestone, or, you know. Something, or something that we just found. Yeah. Like, we might just be behind the time. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Like, like, the one of the neats I found was that BrewDog USA actually puts out all of the recipes mm-hmm. to homebrew. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. See, that's that kind of neat. neat. Yeah. <laughs> Very neat. And including their, what is it, the world's end? Yeah. It, like, every single one, including the one that's 55%. Yeah. <laughs> 55 percent i'm not aware of this one but sure you are oh yeah it's the world's end the one that comes in the taxidermy squirrel oh that's right that's right oh we did talk about that wow yeah i have been away for a while (laughs) but yeah they put out every recipe Mm. so cool yeah neat neat (laughs) now where do you find that on their website yeah yeah it just search diy brew dog okay yeah i will do that that's fun but i guess to go along with that i have another neat that's very similar fire away <laughs> uh the homebrew association also puts out a list of uh clone recipes oh okay and they've put out their 2019 list of clones what's on the list well i can give you a couple but i'll give you the setup the setup is they take one beer from every state and washington dc <laughs> of course <laughs> so i guess uh originally they did a list back in 2017 of clone recipes mm-hmm. and that didn't include dc <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure some people were up in arms blue jacket was probably kind of fired up about it yeah um and then they i don't think they did one for 2018 because they didn't have one listed whoops yeah tough economic times and all that yeah uh but back in 2017 because we didn't talk about this one either because it, the list came out before we had a show right (laughs) (laughs) but you can find both for 101 recipes Hmm. of brew clones uh 2017 featured beers such as uh pliny the elder Mm -hmm. oh really yeah pliny yeah bell's two-hearted alaskan smoked porter Ooh, yeah Hmm. representing ohio the edmund fitz 
Yeah, yeah. From Great Lakes. Yeah. So you can find a clone recipe for that. Mm-hmm. And representing PA, they had the Victory Prima Pills. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, from Victory. Yeah, from Victory. Yeah. <laughs> yes, from Victory. <laughs> this guy gets it. You got it. Yeah. 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 I've had that beer before. <laughs> That's from the Victory Brewing Company. Yeah. So 2019, just a couple of breweries that are represented. And you'll recognize them if you've listened to the show. Uh, Jelly Pumpkin. Heard of them. River Horse. Heard of them. Two Roads. Had them. Two Roads. Two Roads. And uh, Odell out of uh, Colorado. Oh, yes. Man, they're really going coast to coast. Do you want to hazard a guess as to who is representing Pennsylvania this year? I do. Okay. I am going to go with, it's got to be somebody on the western side of the state. Okay. I am going to go with Voodoo. Okay. Sam? Hmm. I am going to say Trogues or Penn Brewery. Okay. Well, you're both wrong. That's How just so? it. Oh, because it's church. Oh, <laughs> church. I was going to say we danced around that one. Yeah. So uh, the uh, the church brew works is uh, contributed their pious dunkel. Yeah, all right. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I like the pious dunkel. It's a pretty good one. I read the recipe, though. And you better be learning how to do a deto- uh, decoction brewing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, anybody who doesn't know what a decoction brew is, that's where you have a multi-step mash recipe. Yeah. And you have to actually pull out a portion of the mash, reboil it to break it down even further. Uh-huh. And then you introduce it back into the mash. This is obviously an all-grain recipe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you introduce it back into the mash to bring up the temperature to another uh, step temperature. Hmm. Yeah. So, Church, if you're listening, I have a fantastic idea for you. What's that? For for your next beer, uh, you need to make a pumpkin pious dunkel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you get it? We get, we get it. it. And now I kind of want it. I know, right? <laughs> that doesn't sound half bad. I hope Church is listening to this. I made that joke in my head, and then I stepped back for a minute. Like, no, wait, that's actually that's a really a, good idea. I mean, like, no gave, way it works. You just gave a gold medal winning idea here, Adam. Patent pending. Yeah. I hope, want 10%. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, you can get out there and you know convince them to put our name on it. Yes. Ooh, in collaboration with Hop Nation yeah. USA. Exactly. There you go. I, I think that should be maybe a goal for Pittsburgh Craft Beer Week is we secretly meet with a bunch of breweries. <laughs> Just get collaborations with everybody. Right. And then have like maybe six or seven collaborations. Pop <laughs> <laughs> Nation USA collaborating on everything. Yeah. <laughs> Just try to get your name on every collaboration beer out there. We're going to be the Mr. Worldwide of podcast beer. <laughs> Crest House, Allegheny City, Rivertown, Hop Nation USA. <laughs> Spoonwood, Insurrection, Couch, hey, that's Hop a, Nation USA. Hey, that's a, that's a cool logger you got there. Mind if I yell Pitbull a couple times at it? You made this? I made this. I made this. <laughs> oh, God. Would you like another neat? Yes, I would. So I was perusing the internet, as one tends to do, and did you know? Did you know that there is actually a brewery inside a national park in these United States? No. Nope. There is. Uh, anybody want to hazard a guess of what state it's in? Montana. No. Damn it. Sam. Hopefully Pennsylvania. No. No. That wouldn't be allowed. No. It is actually in Arkansas. Oh. Okay. Uh, There is a national park in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Okay. Because of the hot springs. Right. Yeah. Yes. So there there were uh, eight or ten row houses that were part of the park, but fell into disrepair. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2013, there was a, a government resolution to bring these buildings back up to snuff. New AC units, 
new roof, all that good stuff. Just refurb it. And as part of that, uh, there is a brewer from uh, up north. I want to say it was Illinois or Indiana. I don't know which one it was. One of the I states. Okay. Iowa. (laughs) No, I don't think it was Iowa. Fine. (laughs) (laughs) But if anybody from Iowa is listening, send us some toppling Goliath beer, preferably the pseudo Sioux. Hot plug. Yeah, hot plug. Hot plug. <laughs> hot plug for more IPAs <laughs> that Adam's not going to enjoy. No. Right. So they, uh, the brewer contacted the uh, the park service, said, hey, has there ever been a brewery inside a national park? They mm-hmm. said, no. However, we have this space available in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Okay. So they opened up their doors in late 2017. Hmm. So what's interesting is Hot Springs, Arkansas, obviously has the Hot Springs where the water comes out at about 145 degrees. Yeah. Which is really, really good for yeah. brewing because That's... you only have to go up about 10, 15 degrees. Yep. Depending on what you're brewing, yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> so that absolutely helps out with brewing costs. Yeah. Because you just got to go, boop, done. Also, it would be natural and filtered. And yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It's but natural water. water. It's got really a good, really good. good neutral. Uh, good neutral pH. Yeah, good yeah. neutral pH to yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And did you know that the water in the hot springs is the uh, the official water of the White House? Oh, really? Yes. Fancy. Thank you to Bill Clinton. <laughs> Fancy. Yes. Right. So they have 18 Thanks, taps. Bill. 18? 18. One eight. Oh, that's That's two more than impressive. 16. Yes, it is. You could go, go foraging for diamonds. Hmm. I'm not getting in any caves, yo. No, it's like out in the fields. Oh, I ain't doing that. Yeah, either. they got diamond fields. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Weird. Sorry. I didn't know that about Arkansas. There's a, it's the diamond state. I don't know. I don't know a lot about the South and the <laughs> Just Midwest. Ge- <laughs> yeah, it's in that weird spot where it's not quite the South and right. not quite the... It's just sort of Arkansas. Yeah, it butts up against everything. Yeah. It butts up against the South and Texas and the Midwest. <laughs> it's, it's just Arkansas. It's just Arkansas. Crazy. It took them forever to... Listen to us too. Have you guys ever been to <laughs> Arkansas? I have not. No, neither have I. I'm not. That's a, why I don't know anything about it. Right. <laughs> I'm not against the state. I've been there only once and for a very short amount of time, but I was in Texarkana. Oh, picking up some cores. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no. Just take it east of, east of the Mississippi. Huh? Take it east of the Mississippi. Don't you know that's bootlegging, boy? That's true. That's bootlegging. <laughs> this was the exact it's point where Texas, Arkansas, and Louisiana meet. That's the town of Texarkana. I thought it was Texarkana. Texarkana. Whatever. Texarkana, Texarkana. Depends, tomato, tomato. Depends on the accent. Yeah. <laughs> Pittsburgh, Boston. It's Texarkana. No, no, it's not. <laughs> if you're from down south, it's Texarkana. <laughs> <laughs> this is turning into a pecan pecan conversation. Exactly. And I don't know if I want to go down that Regardless path. of the town's name or how you pronounce it, it's where those three states meet. And there you can go and be in three states at the same time, which I was, which was very exciting for me, Adam. Hmm. And thus concludes this episode. And that was very neat. neat. <laughs> That's my neat fun fact. It was about myself. Yeah. I mean, I just think that I think it's kind of neat because it's also like the opposite of Alaskan brewing. Right. It takes their water off the glacier. Mm-hmm. You know, and off the snowfields, and they get the really pure glacier water. This one gets the really pure hot spring water. I think we need to get another Alaskan brew. We need to get a beer from from these folks, and mm-hmm. uh, we need to have them on the show and then have them fight it out. Okay, and they can fight it out against some Yakagini piss. Yakagini <laughs> piss. <laughs> Bloom brew. By the way, the name of the brewery is <laughs> Superior Yachigini. Bathhouse. 
I wanted to call. I want. Oh, Superior Bathhouse. Yeah. Okay. There Superior you go. Bathhouse Brewing. I, mm-hmm. I just wanted to correct Sam real quick. I wouldn't call Bloom Brew piss. No, it's really no, good. No, what are you Bloom talking about? Yeah. Well, no, because they're right. They're yeah, breweries. They're right, literally yeah, they're on right, the Yakagani. Yeah, I just wanted to make that clear because yeah. I said Yakagani piss and then you said Bloom Brew. Like, but but no, Bloom, 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 Bloom Brew. I know they're good. Yeah. I, I like going we, there. Yeah, awesome. we we've also had them at places like Beers of the Berg. They're, they're really good. Really I enjoy good. Yeah. They had a jalapeno beer. I was a big fan of. Oh yeah, same here. I just I just want to make that very clear that we're not we're not yeah, saying bad yeah. things about Bloomberg. That wasn't incredibly timely when I made that statement. I just associate yeah. Yakagani with Bloomberg. Right, right, right. It's like, oh, nice little area, some picnic tables to sit out there, have mm-hmm. some beers right on the river. It's great. Yeah. All right, so I got something neat to tell you guys. Mm-hmm. Given that this is neat segment is new for me, or at least that part of the segment. Get yeah. in on the fun, Sam. Yes. Yeah. Well, so far it is fun, and uh, I found out another fun fact that uh, Sly Fox Brewing is traveling across the state and they are going to be plopping down a brew house right here in pittsburgh oh where at in pittsburgh it is going to be on the south side oh i don't remember the street it's going to be on but they bought a warehouse down there and they're actually going to be putting a brew pub and brewery there and Mm. they said that they are going to be brewing some pittsburgh only beers oh okay here on this side of the state so (laughs) yeah some exclusive beers for for the great city of pittsburgh which i I thought was pretty neat because you guys talked about platform on a previous episode i think just last week Mm -hmm. and they're coming down from cleveland to drop a brew house in pittsburgh and what's interesting to me is that southern tier did that and now we're starting to see other breweries that are you know more regionally or nationally known come to pittsburgh and put brew pubs here whereas we still have a plethora of our own you know local microbreweries yeah which is just interesting everybody wants to get in on the pittsburgh beer scene it's pretty yeah. incredible neat agree <laughs> it is neat <laughs> neat neat and neat neat all right so should we get back to the Faulkness monster adam have you started to enjoy it anymore no no <laughs> no I, why am i not surprised i powered through that uh, i'm not gonna leave this beer behind it's just not for me it's not my style i'm not saying it's a bad beer it's just not a good beer for me okay i will go second in saying that i think it's fine i'm not super impressed i don't get the hype i'm not on the hype beast train this beer was hyped well, the brewery in general is hype. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. I mean, it's pretty hyped. I mean, a lot of people know about Fat Orange Cat. It's yeah. not one of the premier New England breweries that everybody seeks out, but it's it's definitely noteworthy. Okay. It's so, big enough that it's garnered distribution to Pittsburgh and Ohio. That so. says it all. <laughs> yeah. That says it all right there. So yeah. even for me, this is the only Fat Orange Cat beer uh, that I've had, and I like it just fine, just like Steve. It is, it is good enough that I will want to try more from Fat Orange Cat. I think it's a good yeah. beer. I think it's balanced. I like the taste. I enjoy drinking it. It's not my favorite New England style IPA I've ever had. Uh, not by a long shot, but it's good enough to to pique my interest and, and want a little bit more and see what else uh, you know they're putting out. Right on. There you go. Well, if you can't find it in Pittsburgh, you can also jump the border just over to Vintage Estates in Ohio, and I saw a bunch over there as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> or go to the state of Boston. Or go to Boston. Boston. Stuff I'd have some Walburgers. Well, you can actually have that here in Pittsburgh. I know, but if you're in Boston, you want to get some, you want to get some Dunkin' Donuts. You get some Truly. You load up on that, and then you know you get some Woodchuck Hot Cider or whatever it is. No, they do Angry Orchard. Yeah, yeah. Go Sox. I couldn't remember. You say Go Sox, and you get some Harpoon, and you have some yeah. Wahlburgers. Harpoon does cider. Say hey to your mother for me. <laughs> say hey to your mother for me, kid. <laughs> <laughs> 
Good. Boston Red Sox, World Series champions. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Patriots might win it again this year. They're in the Super Bowl. <laughs> they could. Boston, big sports city. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> they're also a big beer city. And when we come back, we are going to try some more beer out of the great state or Commonwealth of Massachusetts. <laughs> Stay tuned. Check this out. There's a Seattle company called Tavor that enables discovery of new and exciting beers and breweries. Tavor gets the best independent beer from literally around the world. Denmark, Belgium, New Zealand, and of course, everywhere in the US. The app is incredibly simple to use to get some ridiculously good beers delivered right to your door. And right now, anyone who signs up with the code HOPNATION can save $10 off any order of over $25. That's T-A-V-O-U-R dot com Tavor. Welcome back, Hop Nation. We are here and ready to drink a little more beer. Alrighty, so as you may know from listening to the first segment, our theme of the day is New England style IPAs from the great Commonwealth of Massachusetts. So without further ado, I will let uh, Steve introduce uh, the second beer of the episode for us. So Steve, what will we be consuming next? Yeah, you got it, kid. Coming up next, we got the Constellation Prize from the Lord Hobo Brewing Company. Lord Hobo, all right. The Attawaba in Massachusetts. You feel good about yourself? I do. <laughs> That's quite the accent you got going on there. It's very thick. Yeah, very thick accent. <laughs> we had this discussion last week. I'm not giving up the Canada accent. I'm not giving up the Wisconsin accent. <laughs> and now you're not giving up the Boston accent. Not when I get the choice. <laughs> So, Lord Herbo. It's either that or the Rav 4. That's right. You know those Avery's are a bunch of no good next. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that Earl. He was at the state fair and he punched a pony. <laughs> punched a pony. We've oh. all been there. I can't hate. Well, I've been to a state fair. I've never punched a pony. Have you punched a pony? I will neither confirm nor deny. Maybe I've thought about punching a pony, but I've never actually done it. A noogie to sheep. <laughs> weird well, that's, o- that's okay it's yeah. a weird hill to climb she's probably going to slaughter at some point anyhow right. it bit me i decided to bully it <laughs> moving on the goats oh the goats were the worst remember in the hookstown fair petting zoo oh, shit everywhere. those goats they would poop everywhere they'd always be as soon as they saw you giving food to another animal they oh, just run up right up on your oh, ass that sounds about right yeah you try to feed a bunny or a chicken or a goat oh, no. or, or there's a duck, the goat right there. there's a goat like where's mine like fuck off dude ain't about you <laughs> trying to bite your fingers grabbing onto your t-shirt pulling on that trying to eat that forget about goats. you and your weird square eyes <laughs> and your devil horns moving along ugly things it's just bad manners yeah yeah silly goats all right let's get back to lord hobo this is a, a dipper that i want to uh, enjoy here very soon so yeah anyway the consolation prize is a dipper like you just said <laughs> it's a full body double ipa it glows a magnificent hazy orange uh, it's got a heavily dry hopped there with a Jareo, uh, Azaka, and Mosaic hops. You know, supposed to taste notes of pineapple and mango and honeydew. I don't know how you get that because honeydew—that's a weak ass fruit. <laughs> uh, well, we're, we got to try the beer to see if we can pick out the honeydew flavor. I know this is just what they're saying. I think those are some pretty bold claims, kid. And then uh, you got. Uh, saying it's made with a pilsner back, malt backbone mm. so we'll see about that mm. but here we go i don't usually like them pilsners might be called consolation prize but the can tells us that this is always a winner 
you know what I'm thinking? You know, this is the beer that they should give out to the to the Rams, you know, when Brady wins another ring. Am I right? <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh, man. I don't want to talk about that right now. You can't, you can't make this shit up. Uh, did you see the article, though, that uh, Bud Light's going to give beer to whichever city wins? Yeah, wasn't that through Golden Road? Well, no, it's Why just going to be Bud that? Light. Ugh. No, it's just, just a promotion. Just a yeah, just a promotion, yeah. Wow. I was like, oh, wow, thanks. <laughs> Great. In the great state of Massachusetts, they're giving out Bud Light. There yeah. is there is beer aplenty there and, and or, really good nationally known beer. Yeah, or Los Angeles. Yeah, true. Which is also full of its own good beer. <laughs> exactly. Oh, they got Monkish there, yeah. which is one I've never had. And Russian River. And they have everything that's in San Diego as well. I, I cannot I stone. cannot wait for the Chargers to go back to San Diego where they belong. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. They don't belong in L.A. Don't give me this horse shit about, oh, they were there for the first year back in the 60s. No, I don't care. They belong in San Diego. So then L.A. will go back to having no teams. Yes. The Rams will go <laughs> right. back to St. Louis. <laughs> Well, actually, I have no problem what, with... What, are they going to go back to L.A.? <laughs> no, I, I have no problem with the, the Rams being in L.A. Okay. I, I seriously have no problem with that. You don't care one way or the other about the Rams? I mean, the Rams, that's where they originated from, was okay. in L.A. Okay. Whatever. Well, I don't where care. where they belong, I guess. All right, look, try this beer, please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I, I don't give a shit about football, really. So. <laughs> Moving on to the beer. This one is less hazy than the last one, but it, it's still it really kind of is. hazy. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. kind of hazy, but there's much more clarity to it. I mean, yeah. you could almost, if you look really hard and squint, you could almost see through it. Oh, I, can, I totally can. I can see my finger. Yeah, and if you look at the writing on the other side of the taster, yeah. you, you can read it. Yeah, this is definitely not a, a full haze, a full milkshake. Right. Well, to be fair, this one is marketed as just a double India pale ale, not yeah. as any kind of thing like the milkshake or anything. Right. It's a dipper that happens to come from Warburn, Massachusetts. <laughs> Okay. does have a nice orange color to it again. Mm-hmm. It's a very picturesque beer. Yeah. It looks nice. It looks nice enough. Now, on the nose, you're getting a lot more maltiness, and it smells a little more boozy to me. ABV is up, what, about a buck and a half? <laughs> uh, it's going to be 9.5. Nine 9.5, five, so the last yeah. one was 8. Yeah, so this one's 9.5, mm-hmm. and again, in true tradition of a double IPA, it's going to have more malt to it. Yep. Makes sense. Uh, IBUs are supposed to be 70. Okay. So that may or may not play into it because, again, when you get in the dippas, they tend to be more malty, even though their bitterness is higher because it actually balances well. Right. All right. Well, I'd like to try it. Me too. Please. Mm. I like this one. Adam doesn't like this one, but I like this one. (laughs) I can tell why Adam doesn't like this one. And why is that? This this one does have that resiny feel that kind of starts starts up front. It rolls down your tongue, but it's... sticks to your palate along the way and you can taste it the full sip and then afterwards it's really lingering around which i know adam is not enjoying but i'm enjoying it i think it's really good honestly i find the the back end to finish quicker than the the fat orange cat did oh really yeah i'm fine yeah i think it's finishing oh, a lot quicker. interesting but i i, I do still get i'm that getting the exact opposite sensation and i'm getting a lot of upfront bitterness as well but adam what do we have from you <laughs> this one to me is more bitter no no i'm saying i think it is more bitter but Mm. i don't i don't think the back end is as bad Mm. as the fat orange cat so i'll give you that it's more balanced in terms of bitterness Mm -hmm. so and that and that was part of my problem with this beer is that on on the first i'd say third of the sip 
everything was fine. Mm-hmm. Everything was was balanced. Everything was hunky dory, smooth and fruity. Up yeah, yep. yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, all right. I might be. Oh, never mind. <laughs> oh no. They pulled the carpet out from underneath me, and then it just went to that that nasty aftertaste that I am not a particular fan of. It's not their fault. It's what the people want. I want. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll it's take, a, I'll it, take some too. It, it, it's interesting because it's also again it doesn't fall into that new england style you know traditional hazy milkshake because it's not creamy or uh smooth you know smooth in that way mm-hmm. i find it just like smooth and clean it's just like really clean to me i understand where you're coming with with the smoothness yeah cleanliness i i'm, I'm not i'm not picking that mm-hmm. so yeah well i mean i get it more on the first third like you were talking mm-hmm. about but right. it's like, it's like that. Where everything's okay. We're still in the Shire. Yeah, that's real nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes two towers. <laughs> so for those wondering, you cannot buy Lord Hobo in Pittsburgh. Unfortunately, they haven't started distributing here yet. But if you cross the border, Vintage Estates. jaunt into Ohio, you can find it at Vintage Estates, which is where we actually got this beer. Yeah, that's also how I know Fat Orange Cat is distributed there. <laughs> there you go. All your Vintage Estate news straight from Esteban. Yeah, I'll keep you up to date on Vintage Estate. (laughs) Vintage Estate, up to date. Up to date. So while Steve keeps us up to date on the news from Vintage Estates, while we enjoy our consolation prize here, how would you guys like to learn a little bit about how the New England style IPA originated? I would like that very much. Would you? That sounds wicked awesome, kid. (laughs) All righty. Well, I'm going to tell you guys. So I'm going to take a take you on a little trip back in time here and we're gonna go all the way back to the mid 90s where green day was popular the first jurassic park movie had just come out everybody was singing that uh, inside out song by eve six things like that were going on in the mid 90s right sure oh they were (laughs) but what else was going on in the mid 90s was that two gentlemen one by the name of john kimmich and the other one by the name of greg noonan started to brew their ipas a little bit differently so greg noonan was uh owner and brewer i believe he was the owner i know he's the brewer at the vermont pub and brewery Mm -hmm. in uh in vermont obviously yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hopefully, it was, hopefully it was in Vermont. <laughs> the so, Vermont Pub and Brewery <laughs> in <so>. Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> so these 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 two, um, they started to become somewhat known as untraditional brewers because up until that point, IPAs always had a distinct clarity to them. You could see through them. They were traditionally known for that, that hoppy, resin, piney flavor. And these guys wanted to go off kilter a little bit and start brewing something a little bit different um, so they started making these these new beers and the focus was not to make them hazy by any stretch of the imagination but it was how do we get more and varying flavors in our IPAs by using untraditional brewing methods so they started experimenting around uh, with this with these new recipes and the thing about it was you could only find these these new recipes or these new styles in the Vermont brew pubs so they didn't actually gain a lot of traction and most people didn't even know that they existed or that they were being worked on. Now, let's fast forward a little bit, uh, about 15 years, and well, 
maybe not 15 years, maybe about 10 years, and uh, head into 2003. So John Kimmich, um, one of the brewers, actually broke off and he started his own brewery. And that brewery, some of you may have heard of, it's called The Alchemist, which is in upstate Vermont. And it's a very, very uh, popular brewery. And they started brewing a beer called Hetty Topper. Now, Hetty Topper is known as the original New England style IPA. And they started brewing it at the brew pub in 2003. Once again, it really? Won- yeah, in 2003. Oh, I had 2004. Oh. So you were close. <laughs> Sorry. But what was interesting... I still might be right. <laughs> is that... Uh, you, you may be. All right. So, you know, 2003, 2004 mm-hmm. yeah. era. Usher was right? still popular. Yeah. Yes. Usher, uh, so was Nelly. Nelly was popular in 2003, yeah. 2004. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you fast forward us to the time of country grammar. <laughs> there we go. Continue. <laughs> All right. So now we're, now we're listening to Nelly and not Eve Six and Green Day anymore. Well, we're still listening to Green Day. Eve Six is probably phased out by 2003. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, so John wanted to just build or uh, brew an insanely flavorful beer, but it wasn't, again, that he wanted it to be hazy. He wanted to brew a beer that smelled and tasted like really great weed. Okay. <laughs> and that All was right. his inspiration for Hetty Topper. Sounds like also the inspiration for Nugget Nectar. <laughs> it very well maybe. Which I had some last night. Very nice. <laughs> oh, Nugget Get it Nectar while you can. So good. <laughs> Love that beer. But haze wasn't the goal. It's essentially a byproduct. So this went on for about eight years until uh, 2011, where Hetty Topper actually started canning their beer and then distributing it across the United States. So we're up to Drake now. <laughs> was Drake around 2011? I think so. He was we started in Canada. <laughs> yeah, Vermont, was he? I guess, was he still operating the wheelchair or? <laughs> Or, or was, Wait, he was act- Degrassi still on in I don't 2011? Know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you just want to go with Rihanna then? Mm, sure. We can go Rihanna. Let's go Rihanna. Or we can go Yonsei. Yonsei. <laughs> Gosh. Anyway. Right. What? This back- is a good frame of reference for people. That right? is true. So back back to the history. Where are we? We're Yonsei. 2000, 2011. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So so before this, you know, like like I was saying, the alchemists they really wanted to just you know sell this beer locally and and bring people in and and make it a brew pub only beer. But in 2011, they started canning and then they started distributing the beer. Now it was just around Vermont, but what was interesting around the same time is when we really started to see the boom in social media. So mm-hmm. you know, you had MySpace probably phasing out at that point. Facebook really coming into existence. Not that it wasn't before, but it was really gaining a lot of par- popularity. Well, Instagram yeah, I'm trying to think. Started up shortly after. By that Twitter, time, I yeah, think, was see. around that time. Well, let me, yeah, let me give you a little. I believe MySpace was kind of finished up around 2010. Mm-hmm. Facebook had already moved off of the original platform where you had to be a college right. student. That was yes. 2006, so, 2007, yeah, I, I think that say, happened. That was, yeah, so you could that be a was public. for a couple of years. Yeah. Twitter then, came out in 2008. And iPhones had also come out 2008. Yeah. Yeah. So that's when you really started to get the social media boom. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Right. And one of the interesting things about this beer is that's how it really gained so much popularity is people started posting about it mm-hmm. on social media and they were like, wow, what is what is this beer? And, you know, it, it went so far away from the traditional West Coast IPAs, which are known for being, you know, much more bitter, have that piney, grassy flavor, pine coney flavor, uh, you know, many uh, uh, flavors of grapefruit, things like that. And, and that is what started to you know bring some some notoriety and recognition to these beers even though they were really still only brewed right there in vermont and distributed you know locally in the vermont area long story short we'll fast forward a little bit but you know not only did um patrons of, of the bar start catching on but other brewers started taking note that this style was becoming more and more popular so they they wanted to to get in on that and that's where you have you know your trilliums and your tree houses they were really the next two big breweries that started to to do this and not that they were looking to copy that style exactly but they wanted to take it and kind of make it their own so you know looking at flavors like guava and melon and mango and orange marmalade and and what was interesting about these beers is and I think this is why you you might gravitate more to this style of IPA Adam is because what happens is um, you know with the haze in the beer there's more suspended solids or hot particles you know kind of floating around in there there's still some some yeast that's you know gnawing on some of those sugars and what that does is it generally gives the beer kind of a soft softer texture mm-hmm. which makes it a bit more palatable very much so. Also, and I would I I would also probably say because a lot of these more of these beers are dry hopped. Yes, is what Adam likes because they impart more flavor on the back end and it's less harsh and it's much more of a aroma that's given off mm-hmm. rather than the crazy IBUs you get from throwing all that shit in the boil. Right, the aroma <laughs> is not the problem. No, no, I not at all. I actually can enjoy a beer that smells very aromatic in that yeah. way. Also, follow up, uh, 2011. I'm gonna go with Carly J. Respin. Sure, Carly, Carly Ray Jespin. Was that the Call Me Maybe girl? Yeah, that was 2011. It's either that or LMFAO. That one might be more yeah. appropriate. Let's go with that. Yeah, LMFAO, party rock anthem. Mm-hmm. So it's funny you bring up about the the dry hopping, Esteban, because one of the interesting things about these beers is that if you ask somebody that's trying the beer and they're like, do you know what what makes these beers hazy or what makes them look like that? And a lot of people just say, oh, it's because they're unfiltered. And while while, (laughs) while, while that may be true, that's not the only reason. So like I mentioned before, one of the primary reasons you see a lot of this haze in this beer is because of the the yeast that's used. So, um, you know, the process of kind of yeast chomping or gnawing on the sugars in beer is called flocculation and it generally once the yeast eats all the sugar it kind of falls to the bottom you know of your uh of your uh brew bucket or your wart the fermented wart and that's what Mm. gives you that you know nasty diarrhea looking shit at the bottom of your fermentation tank (laughs) yep but this which is usually filtered out (laughs) right but a less flocculent yeast strain will actually hang around a little bit more and it'll become suspended within the beer and that's what can give it some of that hazy hazy look to it yeah and and there's other things in there like you said there's Mm -hmm. also because a lot of these beers go unfiltered you also get grain particles you get a little bit of the grist you get some proteins that are left over you get hop actual hop pieces yep Uh, a lot of these times the lactose will be in there and if they're using cryo hops all that powder is just suspended and not filtered out either so yeah exactly there's a lot of things that could contribute to that yeah the technical term you're looking for is schmutz 
Yes, there's a lot of schmutz. In there's these. a lot of schmutz in there. <laughs> and what's interesting uh, nowadays, at least with a lot of the beers that I'm drinking, if they're really true to the style, once you finish up that beer, you'll actually find some of that just sitting in the bottom of your glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the, and that's how you know you have a great New England style IPA. Usually the last pour of a can it can be really bad sometimes. Yep. Of just all, just looks like an emptying a used carboy. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of all of that. Uh, all the time. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't mind it. I don't drink it. I just kind of dump it in the sink and rinse it out. Seems my glass. like personal preference. Seems like a bit of a waste. Mm-hmm. I'd prefer if you know you do a little extra work and try to get some of that shit out of there. <laughs> right. Yeah, but see, then you're gonna lose some of the flavor if you filter all that out. Of I'm there. all right with that. I might be okay sacrificing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm getting. I'm, I'm getting plenty of flavor on the beer we're drinking right now, and. Uh, it uh, seems nice and clean, and I haven't seen any shit come pouring out <laughs> of the can yet. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we got so we got the yeast, everything you just named, potential lactose, things like that. The dry hopping, which is kind of adding those hops later in the beer brewing process. Um, and you know, I, I did find some information too, actually, on on the malts themselves. So you know, usually brewers kind of use that base of malted uh, barley, but you know, other grains like oats and wheats mm-hmm. um, might have like higher protein content to it, right. and they'll give the beer a cloudier appearance. So there's actually more than just the filtering that goes into making these beers look the way they do, which I think is pretty interesting, honestly. Well, I mean, all of that, all of the stuff you could be you named could be filtered out. <laughs> right. Yes, because- it very well. Well, could be, they, but they it's could not. all be filtered out. <laughs> if you're a home brewer, pretty much all of your beers look like a New England IPA <laughs> <laughs> because most of us don't have filtering equipment. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, a lot of that stuff could all be filtered out. You know, this just loving this style so much and drinking these beers and seeing so many breweries in Pittsburgh do this style so well, it just makes me want Heady Topper more and more. I've never had it. You guys have either of you guys ever tried it? No. 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 And honestly, I don't. I mean, I, even reading interviews with uh, Kimmich, he, he doesn't seem like he doesn't quite get why his beer is so popular. He thinks he just made a really well made beer mm-hmm. and he just continues to make it the same way. He doesn't change recipes like a lot of breweries do once they get a popular beer. And from what I was reading, he's just saying it's a very simple base malt with six different kinds of hops in it you know yeah <laughs> and he just does it well the same way yeah. every time people rave about that though and it's kind of cool like that that is the true pioneer of the style it's the true pioneer of the style and i think it's i think it's probably comparable to like if you're a film student you kind of have to watch citizen kane and the godfather like you have to watch these films i can't mm-hmm. uh, i like i said i've never had heady topper before so i can't say if it's better than everything but it has that pedigree and it has you know the staying power obviously it's the gold standard right because it's been around since 2004 mm-hmm. and people still talk about it today mm-hmm. so yeah it, it may not right. necessarily be better but i think a lot of hype propels it mm-hmm. and maybe people kind of convince themselves that it's better <laughs> that's that's very true it's too very, it's possible because but, i mean it's so sought after on social media and anytime anybody's right. drinking a heady topper oh i gotta post this beer you gotta try this beer the heady topper it's like yeah. well dude send me some yeah how the hell am i supposed to get that i'm not up in vermont <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's just kind of hard for me to tell without having the beer it's hard to tell is it like the godfather where the godfather is a real technical masterpiece as well as a really well-made film 
or is it like the boondock saints where people just talked about it a whole bunch and had posters up in their wall during the, in their dorms <laughs> while they were know. listening to usher right right one, you know it's one it's a toss-up but you know hopefully one day i'll, I'll figure that mystery out for myself <laughs> it would be nice just to have it I, I bet you know dancing gnome here in pittsburgh some of their best beers i bet could rival if not surpass that beer mm-hmm. but it's it's the history of it it's right it's what it is and what it means to the style that makes it so intriguing to me yeah there's a good chance i might just like you know southern tier thick mint better than it right <laughs> you know just because Possible. i love just because i love pastry stouts mm-hmm. like a fatty fat <laughs> <laughs> can't hate right can't hate but you know still want to find out one try okay yeah do it do it so that's a little bit about that style hopefully uh you guys got a little educated in that segment yes i, I mean yeah I now know more than what I did at the beginning of the second. <laughs> and for that, Adam, you get a consolation prize. I has, did. Has Adam been edutained? <laughs> I was edutained. All right. Well, then enjoy your consolation prize. Edutained to the max. Nice. Yeah, the consolation prize. Uh, I didn't like it. Okay. I didn't like it. As expected with this episode. Right. <laughs> Not breaking new ground. Go ahead, Sam. <laughs> now, I definitely like this beer. That's for sure. Um definitely more malty to me a little more resiny than the resiny e resinous 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 that's the right resinous. word resinous that's the word i was looking for uh then the first one uh definitely a little more boozier this does not appear to be a traditional new england style ipa out of the boston area but at the same time it's still a really good uh double ipa from a great boston brewery so you know, I, I I like it. It's it's unique. It's different than the first beer, but overall, I find it pretty balanced and very palatable. Agree. I really like this beer, hmm. and the more I drank it, the bitterness and the resinous actually just kind of cut a little bit more. Like it, it it didn't seem to have as much of a punch the more I drank it. So I started to really enjoy it. It just has a really nice fruity flavor without being overpoweringly citrusy. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not getting a whole lot of, like, grapefruit in there, which I don't love grapefruit in my IPAs a lot of the time. I get a little tired of the oranges. But, you know, this is uh, this, this is pretty good. I like it a lot. All right, then. Yes. So what do you say? We uh, go to a quick commercial break, come right back, get the third beer locked and loaded? Yes. Sounds like a plan. Let's do it. This is Two Girls on a Bench, the podcast. So we're two writers who tend to procrastinate just a bit. We like to snack. We like to talk. We don't have time to write, but we have time to do this podcast. We certainly do. Join us on the bench. Listen in. At number two, Girls on a Bench. All right, Hop Nation, we are back in Bean Town, eating some beans, <laughs> watching the socks. I feel like I gotta you, learn how to do accents. They I all mean, suck. You gotta teach me, Esteban. <laughs> Show me your ways. I feel like your characterizations of Boston people ain't so great. We gotta eat beans. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's called Bean Town, so you eat beans. <laughs> Green beans, baked beans, pork and beans, pinto beans, beans. <laughs> all kinds of beans. Navy beans, garbanzo beans. I, I think that's about it. I think that's all I know. <laughs> what about the refried kind? 
Those are good too. Those mm-hmm. are some good beans. Mm-hmm. All right, so we can't root for the Red Sox. They're done. They already won. The Patriots, we can't root for them for at least two weeks because the Super Bowl's not till then. Or well, ever. I guess it, I guess if you're <laughs> listening to this or on ever. a Friday on release day, it's one week approximately. Or you can just not root for them ever. <laughs> And the Celtics and the Bruins, are they any good this year? I Bru- don't know. I think the Celtics are okay. They yeah, and I think the, the Bruins are in a playoff spot right now. Are they? Okay. So yeah, the Bruins them. are doing okay. Does Kevin Man. Garnett still play for the Celtics? He does not. No. Okay. They have Kyrie Irving and uh, Gordon Hayward. I don't watch basketball. I think they have Al Horford now, too. <laughs> Who? Maybe they already had him. What'd you call him? Al Horford. Why'd you call him a whore? Wasn't that That's his name? Nice. I don't know. I, think I don't he's a know. Pretty good ball player. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't really follow the NBA. LeBron James is hurt right now. What what am I supposed to watch? Like on the inside or? Oh, he's not playing. If if that guy gets a uh, promotional deal with a truck company, though, he could be Ford Horror Horford. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Open the next beer. Fuck All you. Right. <laughs> so, Adam, why don't you introduce the next beer and give this one the proper setup because this is a. Well, I guess these are all brand new breweries to the show, but this is this is a big deal here, at least for probably some of the people that listen that have always wanted to try some of this stuff. Set it up properly, please. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for teeing that one up for me, Sam. I'm trying. I'm trying my best. I just want to make sure you give this beard to He's got to pontificate. I'll give him this one. He's got to pontificate for this brewery. He does. Because we did give you this beer to introduce and right. it's way not what you would pontificate about no no i, I, I i'm just gonna play it straight yeah so the next beer that we have here uh for our drinking entertainment i can't say pleasure because i don't know what this beer is like yet right this comes from treehouse brewing treehouse has made it to the show before episode 100 Woo! was that supposed to be like a dj hype horn yes oh, okay <laughs> you should just add that in i might okay chinchilla <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Apparently, that's that, what chinchillas uh, sound like. No, <laughs> yeah, no, it's from that. Uh, what's the Chris Parnell insurance commercial? Not State Farm. Progressive. Progressive. Yeah, with the box. The progressive Sorry, I'm box. a cord cutter. I don't watch commercials. And they had the chinchilla, and they made that sound. Well, so Adam the next really beer that we have <laughs> <laughs> is, um, you know what? I'm I'm not gonna do it. Do it. I'm not gonna do it. Just okay. Say say the say the name and then tell us how many letters are in the first word so people know what we're drinking. It's it's the Triple Fonz, T E Triple Pirate Ego. It's the Alter Ego. There you go. You did not it. to be confused with the Alter Ego. Yeah, which I was only looking that up. One that, A, whereas this one has three A's and three R's. And three R's. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's pretty much a pirate beer. Sam, the pirate you, is in the treehouse. Do you know what a pirate's favorite letter is? Arr. No, it'd be the C. <laughs> Actually, you're wrong. It's the P. Because without it, he'd be irate. Ah, uh, ha. Oh, I like my God. <laughs> man, we are really stringing this along. Anyways, oh, the man. beer clock's in. Are we going in. to get to this treehouse beer? Treehouse. No, you got to tease the audience. Treehouse. All right, now I'm just teasing you tug, Sam. You, you tug them a little bit. And then they're like, oh, oh. And then you let it go. At 6.8%. Edging. <laughs> Get into it, kids. I don't want to know what your Instagram looks like. <laughs> it's gross. Uh, no idea what the IBUs are. Okay. I don't really care. Okay. Uh, this comes from, of course, Treehouse Brewing. They're out of Massachusetts somewhere. The Great Char- Commonwealth. Charlton. Charlton. 
Charlton, Massachusetts. Okay. Which is about 45 minutes or so west of Boston. What the hell accent was that? That was my Boston accent. Since Boston accent stinks. <laughs> Pour the, the beer, please. That's the one thing I like about having Sam on the show is his accent stinks so bad. Mine are awesome. <laughs> like, I don't think mine are good, but man, does he make mine sound great. <laughs> I can't do accents. I can't do voices. I can't do accents. Don't I change. Talk in one voice. Yeah. Don't change. Just let it ride. It makes me look better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to crack this beer open. I couldn't change if I wanted to, Steve. <laughs> oh, no. I spilled it all over the floor. We can't have any. Oh, oh I got no. more in my house. So while Adam's pouring that, Treehouse beer you can definitely not get here in Pittsburgh. The only place you can actually get it is the brewery in Charlton. So if you want it, you got to go to Charlton or you got to have some really nice friends that go to Charlton and bring you shit back. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't want to say you can't get it in Pittsburgh, but you have to have mules that are willing <laughs> yes. to bring it back for you. <laughs> Wait, this this didn't come you know, through some guy's intestine in a condom, did it? Not that kind uh, of mule. Okay, all right. Yeah, probably not that kind of mule. I guess you can technically order it on eBay. Yeah. Beer <laughs> muling is a lot less gross. <laughs> Thank goodness for than that. Than the cocaine. <laughs> so we have officially poured the beers. The, what the hell's the name of this one again? This is the Alter, Alter Ego. Alter Ego. Three A's, three R's. And this one, I would say, is hands down the haziest of the beers. This is juice. Yes. This is the orange juice. This is pulpless juice, though. Pulpless? Yeah, it's not that thick. No, right. it's not. I, I, I just want to point out it, it, it's juice. It's completely opaque. I would say it's more of like a pineapple juice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pineapple. That's a good way to put it. Pineapple juice doesn't have a lot of pulp in it either. Yeah, Fair. So, yeah. On the nose. Ooh, jeepers creepers. That's a lot of citrus nose. It smells like old Ooh, meat. Yeah. It smells like old meat? <laughs> oh, give me a break. What, what are you washing your hands with between segments here, Adam? What are you cutting? Cutting steaks back there raw? Did you, did you make yourself a pastrami sandwich while you were on break? What, what did you do? It smells nothing like meat. Anybody else picking up horseradish? People are going to crucify you on Instagram for saying that. Horseradish, old meat, treehouse. Give me a fucking break. I get whole grains and aioli mustard. <laughs> yeah, no, it's all, it's just all juice and tropical notes. That's all it is on the nose. And, and I feel like Treehouse and Trillium of, of two of the Boston breweries that are doing this style. I mean, they've they've taken it from, you know, the Alchemist in Vermont and they've really accentuated this style. <laughs> and this is what you get. Big, bold, citrusy noses on very juicy beers. Okay. And that's why people love them. We'll find out after this break. No, kidding. We'll drink it now. Now, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that of these three beers, this has to be the one that Adam likes the best. That That's a pretty low bar there, Sam. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> Considering he am outright I wrong? Said, am I wrong? <laughs> Considering he outli- outright said he didn't like the other two. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know, but he hadn't tried this one, so maybe he actually liked it less when I think he's going to like it more. So this has definitely gone from stick in the eye to pebble in the shoe. Pebble in the shoe. Yeah. Oh, Treehouse fans, if you're listening, just just disregard this. Cover your ears, please. Actually, I don't care for it that much either. <laughs> As the voice of reason, it's honestly not that good. <laughs> I, I don't love it. I've had a lot more beers from places like Dancing Gnome and other places like ACB. Mm-hmm. I like the, They make them a lot softer, a lot pillowier. There, there's something off with this one that I don't quite enjoy at all. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sam, what are what are your thoughts on the beer? It might it, it might be grapefruit notes that I'm getting. The, there Maybe. is a bit of that. There definitely is. 
See, I I like this beer um, not because it's the hoppiest beer, not because it's the most flavorful beer, but because it's a refreshing beer. It's clean. It's got some great citrus notes, and I like grapefruit notes, so I don't mind them at all. And it just it finishes really, really well. Um, you know, I don't mind the hop resin hanging around in the back of my throat, but this one, I don't get that. This, this finishes almost like an actual juice, and that's what I enjoy about it. So I'm liking it. Yeah, I, I will say it does have, of the three beers we've had tonight, it has the least resinous and least bitter flavor on the back end. Mm-hmm. I think it's just like they're, they're, the grapefruit flavor. I really hate grapefruit. So, I just... <laughs> so again, it goes back to it may not necessarily be a poorly crafted beer. Right. It's just not to your particular taste. Yeah, yeah. Like I've had, like I said, I've had other ones that have the taste that don't have grapefruit, and maybe there's other beers by Treehouse, like the Julius and there or the Julius or whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> the King Julius, I hear, is the premier dipper. Mm. Never had it, but I'd like to. Man, there's a lot of beers I want to try that I just can't get. Help me out, fellow listeners. I've come back to this show for one reason and one reason only. To, to plead beg. my case yeah. and beg you. Sam, you're a grown-ass man. <laughs> Please, help me. I think Sam's begged for more beers this episode than we have. Let's see, you begged for Pseudo Sue. You're begging for Treehouse. What, what did you beg for in the... Uh, well, first we begged segment for 450, 450 North. Yeah, 450 North, and you also begged for Heady Topper. Heady Topper. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, four four beers. Already. Yeah, that's still, that's still more than we've begged for. In yeah, the right, episode, the episode's episode. not over, Steve. <laughs> I haven't even got into Trillium yet, which is my all-time favorite, best beer I've ever had in my life. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So for segment three, I figured we could do something a little fun. Yes. As it is segment three, and segment three is always the fun segment. Mm -hmm. We've already learned about New England IPAs. We've had our news and notes in neat. So it's time for. It's time for I don't a segment I don't have a name for, (laughs) Uh, but we did it before. Yes. So in the past, and I believe it was only just you and me, Adam. I don't remember anybody else on this episode, but in the past we decided to create our own craft beer themed video game yes yeah and i believe we did a jrpg in which you had to raid dungeons and steal uh you know your 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 ingredients yes and bring it back and become the most popular brew pub in the fantasy land <laughs> it was a pretty good idea I yeah, yeah I, I i think we should chop that around yeah but I saw the trailer for Mortal Kombat 11. <laughs> Did you see <laughs> with that shitty ass mumble rap music? No, no, this is new. New. That, yeah, that that mumble rap trailer is garbage compared to yeah. Good. They did they did a big reveal event in last week. Okay. And they revealed a bunch of new characters. They revealed that Ronda Rousey is now playing Sonya Blade. Oh, okay. Yeah. All in right. the video game? Yeah, in the video game. Really? Yeah, it's Ronda Rousey's voice, and it looks a little bit like her, too. Really? That's yeah. interesting. Not and, surprised to hear that, though. Yeah, and then they revealed a whole bunch of violence. And oh, okay. I don't understand how this game has been around since 1993, I think. Mm-hmm. If not, a little bit earlier. Yeah. I think there are maybe up to 13 games now, something like that. Damn. 
and somehow they still are innovating. <laughs> like, how are we going to mutilate bodies this time? Yeah, even though it's, it's technically Mortal Kombat 11, I think they're discounting one of the. <laughs> I don't know. There was like a revolutions or generations or something like that in there. Right. There's also like the Sub Zero uh, one that was released that was like a platformer mm-hmm. that was on PlayStation, so they don't count that. But yeah, these games are insane. But they got me pumped for video games again. <laughs> I don't usually get pumped for video games, but this one got me pumped. And so I was thinking maybe we should revisit and craft another craft beer video game. Okay. Because we need to start getting in on the on all this money. Yes. All this video game money. And we can release one before E3, maybe. <laughs> 2020. Wasn't sure. one of the original <laughs> Nintendo games about craft beer? Maybe not craft beer, but it was about a bartender that you was are going from tap to tap. You're what thinking was that of- called? Tapped? It's called Root Beer Tapper. Root Beer Tapper. That's oh, what you're thinking it's of. Root Beer, okay. Yeah. Well, I think it's I, I know I played that. that it, was it, years ago. Yeah, it in the late 80s that came out. Oh, yeah. And it might have just been called Tapper in the arcades. Mm. And so, like, it was maybe originally supposed to be beer because it was like an Old West saloon ah. and you're sliding beer down a bar. Mm-hmm. And then I think maybe when it transitioned to Nintendo, they might have just called it Root Beer Tapper. So you didn't. Uh, for the youths. Yeah, for the youths. So they didn't think you was serving beer. They didn't ah, want to promote okay. alcohol. But mm-hmm. yeah. So does anybody have any ideas for a possible video game centered around craft beer? So let's keep go in, ahead. Keep in mind, let's not do a JRPG again. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give another uh, isolation here. Uh, let's not do a driving simulator. Oh, yeah. I think we called that one out <laughs> last time. Yeah. We're not doing driving games. We're not doing Gran Turismo. No. No. <laughs> I mean, I I have an idea, but I just wanted to see if you guys had anything to throw out. The only other thing I can think of is a takeoff of NFL Blitz. Okay. NFL Blitzed. Uh, That's all the further I got. Okay, that's fine. I was just going to say, I don't think we're going to get the licensing to the NFL for that. No, that's fine. So it'll have to be some sort of mutant league football kind (laughs) of workaround. Yeah. Well, that's okay. I like to uh, drink beer and play NFL Blitz on Nintendo 64, so that's always fun. Okay. All right, segment over. (laughs) All right, well, I had an idea, and it kind of came to mind. I I was trying to craft something around Mortal Kombat. Mm -hmm. I'll be honest. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I brought it up on the show. Right. Mortal Kombat is on your brain right now. Yeah, because Mortal Kombat's on my brain, and it's going to be that way until I can get it in April. (laughs) But I had an idea. Since I couldn't really figure out a good fighting game, I did think of something else. That being... Pokemon. Oh. And I also thought about this because of the beer trading culture that's out there. I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah. So I, this is an app-based game. It, yeah, it could be app-based game, and I generally that's where you can get a lot of revenue from. You mm-hmm. know, you can get a lot of revenue from the whales on the app Microtransactions. Yeah, with microtransactions and such. I think we need to create a Pokemon-style game mm-hmm. where you trade styles and you have styles battle. Oh yeah. yes, I oh, like that. Styles are battling. Yeah, I, you're going, you're going back and forth to like brewer. Uh, you know, it, it might even be like a home brewer centered game. So instead of like the Pokemon gym, yeah, you go to the homebrew store. You go to the homebrew store, right? Right. I like that. You gotta, you gotta buy cleaner materials. You gotta buy, you know, better, uh, better ingredients. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Ooh, so this is interesting. So now I'm thinking back to some of those old wrestling games that I played, those WWE games where you created your own character, Mm -hmm. and then you had to work your way up through the ranks. So maybe you start as a home brewer, Mm -hmm. and you actually have to kind of build your brewery or make your beer, and then you get to compete in competitions with some of the other brewers. So you start with some local homebrew competitions, Mm -hmm. and if you win those, you get to move on to, you know, state competitions, and eventually maybe work your way up to like great american beer fest or something like that and just the same way you know it works with pokemon you got to start at small gyms and you got to battle things in the wild right yeah yeah I like oh, that. I like yeah. this idea. This sounds like something I would actually play. And I don't play too many video games. <laughs> where you could actually, it, instead of going to a battle, you could just have a tap off mm-hmm. where you put your beer on tap next to somebody else's beer. Yeah. And then, you know, it, somehow... that, could, that could that could work as like a fun Mario Party style mini game mm-hmm. where you have to serve as many people as you can. Right. In a certain amount of time. And then the winner gets a bonus of whatever, you know. Right. Yeah. And, and perhaps there, there's some sort of system where depending on what style of beer that you choose, that dictates, you know, how many beers you can serve versus how much mm-hmm. they cost and, you know, how much money you make in that amount of time. Right. I, I like where this is going. I, I, I like the idea, again, going back to the Pokemon, you know, reference point. Pokemon, you're supposed to kind of build up a roster mm-hmm. of different monsters, whatever, whatever they are. <laughs> Pokemans. <laughs> Pokemans. Yeah, maybe you start out with a low-level logger, something that's, like, uh, you know, applicable to everybody. Horse piss. But... Yeah, or a Pilsner. <laughs> you start out with a low-level Pilsner, but you work your way up, and you you know you start specializing. Maybe you start doing New England IPAs. Maybe you start doing Belgiums, mm-hmm. and you build a big roster, and then that's when you start competing, and you start putting them all up. I like that. Yeah. What are but, we gonna call it? Hmm. Brewy man. Brewy <laughs> brew. Do wait, I got it. Okay. And this is a complete ripoff of something that already exists. Yeah. Pico brew. Ah, ah, okay. Yeah, but spelled with a K, so we don't get sued. Because ah. <laughs> I think in a very early episode, I talked about the Pico Brew system, if I Probably. remember correctly, Probably. on this podcast. I mean, we've talked about that. We've There's Pico about, breweries around, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we've talked about other shit. You weren't here, for, you weren't here for us bashing the LG system that came out. Oh, no. yeah. But there was a, yeah, LG just put out a new system, and it looks like trash. A brewing system? Yeah, we'll talk, no. we'll talk about it off mic, because yeah. we've already inundated the audience enough right. with how much bullshit that thing is <laughs> so we're going to pico brew <laughs> yeah we're making the pico brew video game yeah so we're going with pico brew video game so who you had to have an ash ketchum kind of character right so that so that's why i'm thinking maybe you know kind of to what sam was talking about with the wrestling games you start out as a no-name nobody mm-hmm. but you still eventually have to fight triple h and the undertaker and stone cold at the same time yeah, probably. fatal four way. Yeah. Some, at some point match. in Hell in a Cell. Yeah, yeah, yeah in Hell in a Cell. Makes sense. So to me. maybe we can get other breweries, yes. on board to buy in to okay. be the bosses. I like oh, that. Get like Sam Cook from Dogfish Head, or, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Andrew Witchy from Dancing Dome. Or... I think it's Sam Calanoni, Calazone from Dogfish Head. Oh, you're right. You're thinking, Who's you're, Cook? Stone. Jim Cook. Well, there's Jim Cook from uh, Sam Adams, Adams, and then there's Greg Cook from Greg <laughs> Stone. Ah, oh, man, yeah. I'm getting all my uh, names mixed up. I butchered Sam's name from <laughs> Duckfish Head, too. It's not Calazone, but... Dick York. Dick York. Dick Sergeant. <laughs> Sergeant York. <laughs> I dream of genie. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, if you want to learn how to brew that style, you got to beat the winner. Of, you got to beat the leader of that gym, and then Bef- you'll get the recipe. Yeah, then you get the oh, recipe. Oh man, mm-hmm. yeah, 
I, li- I like the way this is turning out. Yeah. yeah this sounds if great. you're listening to this, do not steal. I'll punch Betting. you. <laughs> I'll give you noogies like I gave that sheep noogies. <laughs> sheep noogies band name. Game, but we got to get royalties for the idea. We got to copyright that. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> what would the final battle be? I think final battle is got to be the Great American Beer Fest. I like that. But you got to take on like the four top breweries. Mm-hmm. So like maybe you have to take on like, oh, 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 that's the other thing. Another okay. thing about po- Pokemon. I don't know why I know so much. It's probably because I watched it in the morning. <laughs> Before I went to school. You got to do something. Yeah. It's either that or the Today Show. Yeah. It was on was in the morning and you go, you know, who's that Pokemon? I was like, well, mm-hmm. I don't know, probably Diglett. And then I'd be right because he's the only one that looks like a penis sticking out of the ground. <laughs> 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 but uh, the, the other thing about Pokemon was like there were the four legendary Pokemon that were like the top, uh, yes. top, top Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I wish Bubba was here. He would back me up, or Dennis. They could both back me up because I talking, think they actually played Pokemon. Right? They could do the Charizard thing. Yeah, the Charizard thing. <laughs> it's Charmander, dude. What? Oh, I know your Pokemon. Adam. I know your Pokemon. <laughs> they can do the Charizard evolution. <laughs> but maybe those are like secret battles for like really special beers. Mm-hmm. And maybe like one of those is the Utopius by Sam Adams, mm-hmm. and the other one's the End of the World. And if you can actually beat those beers, yes, then you get the recipes for them and you get to use them. I like that. Yeah, and then that's the other thing is you know Pokemon's have the evolution, mm-hmm. so your beers can evolve as well. Glitter beers, right? It starts as a standard stout, and then it becomes a coconut stout, and right. then it becomes a coconut glitter stout, <laughs> <laughs> or it starts as an IPA and becomes a double IPA, mm-hmm. and then a triple IPA, and then a quadruple IPA, yeah. and then nonsense, and then nothing, <laughs> and then singularity, <laughs> <laughs> then it becomes whiskey with hops. Oh, <laughs> uh, don't say that because somebody's gonna try it. Oh, there's hopped whiskey. Out Is there. it really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm pretty sure Wiggles already done it. Who would do such hopped a thing? Whiskey, hopped <laughs> cider. Threadbear does hop cider. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, uh, I think uh, Jameson's might have hop whiskey, too. Might. I'll, I'll, I'll just go ahead and avoid that. Yeah, might. Can neither confirm or deny that. I have no idea. <laughs> you know what? I walk it back. I don't. I can't remember either. Who knows? <laughs> don't believe me. I'm full of shit. Regardless. <laughs> Regardless, I think we came up with a good game. It's called Pico Brew. It's coming out on your iPhone and the apps. And the Androids. And the Androids. Rated in for mature. The Apples. You can play it on your Samsung. You can play it at Fenway Park. You play it on Fenway Park, watching the Sox, eating Danes. <laughs> Just Drinking that trillion of beer. Beans. Just a beer big... garden on the Greenway. That's right. On the Greenway? Yeah, it's a little pop-up beer garden right in the middle of downtown Boston, right on the Greenway. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, yeah, right on it's the like Greenway. It's little park thing next to the highway huh on your way to Wahlburgers. <laughs> there it is to hang out with donnie and mark there's another brother too i think sure probably is there's a there's a third Wahlberg brother he's kind of behind the scenes though yeah he's like the other uh manning brother nobody cares about him <laughs> cooper <laughs> yeah nobody cares about cooper manning he never threw a <laughs> touchdown to save his life <laughs> that piece of shit because he was a <laughs> receiver even have a super bowl <laughs> ring oh I'm sure. I'm sure one of the other Eli brothers Pant, one. Or, <laughs> Eli Payton can give him one of theirs. They got multiples. <laughs> uh, I was like my, see, I was trying because Eli plays for the Giants. So I was trying to mix my Boston accent with my Bronx accent, <laughs> like do this mishmash accent. Mishmash. 
Boston and Bronx, two great states in the United States. Sam is the girl talk of accents. (laughs) Mashing up these accents, creating new accents right here on the show. Should do an accents episode. We'll just make up accents the whole time. I will lend you the equipment. You let me know when it's done. (laughs) (laughs) Got these ideas coming out of my head right now for future episodes. Awesome. (laughs) Well, write them down. We'll maybe try to integrate them. (laughs) Maybe. 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 For now, let's come back to our final beer of the evening, the Alter Ego by Treehouse. Who wants to go first, Sam? I'll go first. I like this beer. I think it's very thirst-quenching. It's drinkable, um, palatable. Uh, is it the best beer I've ever had from Treehouse? No. Is it the best beer I've ever had? No. Um I don't know. <laughs> Obviously, it isn't. If it wasn't even the best beer I've had from Treehouse, but you know what's interesting about some of these beers? They 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 have so much notoriety, and you know they they garner so much praise on you know Instagram and Facebook and, and all these craft beer social circles. But um, you know, it just it makes me proud to be from Pittsburgh and some of the great beer that we have here that is very comparable, if not better than than this so it's just kind of cool that we can get you know such similar similar beer right here in the berg but i don't i don't mind drinking treehouse whenever i get the opportunity i think it's very good cool (laughs) (laughs) that was my big spiel about that yeah steve uh no but i i totally agree with you sam i like the fact that you know one we get comparable beer here in pittsburgh with other breweries that are doing you know the same if not better I've only had the one treehouse beer and I haven't loved it because it's mostly grapefruit flavor and I really don't like that. (laughs) But I've had, you know, comparable New England style IPAs and yeah, it's fine. I think maybe the, uh, the hype train in the echo chamber for treehouse and Trillium still might be a bit much. I haven't been convinced otherwise yet. I'm still willing to try more beers from Treehouse and try a beer from Trillium to see if, you know, if I'm missing out on something. Maybe. I don't have FOMO, but, you know, I would like to know if it's something somehow better. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow better. So I, I will agree with you a little bit on this, Steve, on the uh, the social media uh, uh, hype train. I like that word. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Hype, hype train. train. Yes. That's I, what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, I, I've heard about Trillium. I've heard about Treehouse. Uh, I've heard all these wonderful things about their, their New England style IPAs and all that stuff. Uh, but I was kind of happy that I was able to come into this one a little bit blind. Mm-hmm. I, I know of Treehouse. You know of. But, but I don't know yeah. Treehouse. Yeah. Because I, I I don't I don't get on the social media and follow you know I'm not on the gram and all that stuff, so I, I'm aware but I don't really follow I don't I don't I don't get it so I I think I was a little bit fortunate to come in and essentially try this beer blind, you know I I didn't have any of that hype coming in at me, and this beer is good, yes it's good is it the best I've ever had obviously not I'll agree with Sam on that one, but for what it is, for the style it's pretty good, hmm. yeah. I, I that grapefruit flavor that you don't like, Steve. Yeah, I I could appreciate that. Okay. Uh, is is it the best I've ever had? No, it's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. So I guess that comes down to the big question of the evening: Who wants to go first and who wants to go last? I'm going to say Sam can't go last. <laughs> then he shall go I first. Can go first. Okay. 
All right, so in the interest of time, I'm going to just get through this uh, rating here short and sweet. So no third place, no second place. We're going to do a 1A, 1B, 1C for me because I really enjoyed all of these beers. So 1C is going to be, interestingly enough, the consolation prize. Their name begins with a C, so why not? Mm. No, it's. <laughs> I like this beer. I thought it was a really solid double IPA. The only reason that I'm putting it in last place today is because it was a little bit malty, a little bit boozy for me. Not that I don't enjoy that in a double IPA, but it wasn't. It wasn't in that true New England form that I am just all about right now. So although it was a good beer. Um, it's going to go last in second place. The one B position is going to be the fuckness monster by the fat orange cat. I like that beer. Uh, it was a little bit more flavorful, a little bit more citrusy to me, a little bit more refreshing. Uh, I like the bitterness on the back end and love the citrusiness of it on the front end. So fuckness monster is going in the silver metal position today. So in first place for me, that leaves the Alter Ego by Treehouse in the 1A position. Uh, very good beer, very refreshing. Love the citrusy and grapefruity notes. Finishes clean, doesn't leave a lot of resin in, in, on the back end of your palate. And this is a beer that you can just kind of sip on and drink. It's the lowest ABV of our beers here today, it's 6.8, and just very refreshing and drinkable. And it's, like I said, it's always nice to have a treehouse beer when you can come across it. So really uh, enjoyed getting the opportunity to drink this one here on the show today. So those are my ratings. All right, then. I'll go next. I, I, I was kind of surprised. I was expecting Sam to be a little more gushing. I guess just 1A, 1B, and 1C is enough. That's all you're getting. <laughs> is enough for him to get extra praise on the on these beers. Uh, but for me, uh, the treehouse is going to be bronze. And I'll acknowledge the fact in an Adam style, for the style <laughs> review, <laughs> that it, it is like kind of the most well-made New England IPA. And it's also the most picturesque. It's the one that fits the style the most. But goddamn grapefruit, I don't like it. <laughs> so it's got to be bronze. Sorry. <laughs> um, I'm not rating these for their New England IPA-ness. Mm-hmm. I'm rating them whether or not I like them. <laughs> <laughs> and that is completely fair. Yeah. Silver, I'm going to give to the Fockless Monster by Fat Orange Cat. I thought it was a pretty decent beer. Again, didn't blow me out of my socks or anything. It's just like, it's just a okay IPA. It's fine. It works. Drink it. I'm willing to try more from them. See if there's anything that's like the top pinnacle beer. I want to know what their best is. Because, you know, I don't know if this is their best, but it's good. So I'd like to know what their best is now. And so that means gold actually goes to the consolation prize against the naming convention. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought this was the best beer because it was everything that I like out of an IPA, especially a double IPA. It was big, it was boozy, it was flavorful. Yes, it had a little bit of bitterness and resinous on the back end, but I like that. That doesn't bug me. I'm a fan of that. <laughs> it's, it's the way I like my IPAs. I like my IPAs punchy. I don't necessarily love them pillowy soft with the with the baby boy ABVs and, and the you know negligible IBUs that aren't worth putting on the can or anywhere else. Who you know, are you? What do you mean, who God. am I? I love Come the, on, Steve. I've, that's what everybody else is drinking. Get on the bandwagon, I've dude. never Come been on. trendy. 
and my Cannibal Corpse shirt says so. <laughs> my old ass Cannibal Corpse shirt now. It's vintage now. Yeah, I think that shirt might be like ten years old at this point. Nice. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, the Consolation Prize is my go-to because it is the biggest of the three IPAs. I just love it. I like it. I want some more of it. <laughs> Adam, close the show with negative notes. <laughs> you know what? I will and I won't. Okay. I'll, I'll start with the will. Uh, obviously, these beers are not to my liking, to my taste. <laughs> That's true. You've been saying it all episode. <laughs> You've been saying it more than all episode. <laughs> You've been saying, when did we start this podcast? Almost two years ago. <laughs> It's true, yeah. yeah. Uh, so in the bronze medal position, I have to put this Fockless Monster in there. I didn't like this beer <laughs> at all. I, I ugh, didn't like it. Too many things that were, went against my personal tastes. Uh, I'm sure the folks at, at Fat Orange Cat are fine people. Uh, I just didn't like this beer. In the silver medal position, in the uh, what finally this beer goes in the right spot, is the consolation <laughs> prize. <laughs> Finally, it goes there. Uh, it was better than the Fat Orange Cat, the Fockless Monster. Uh, and so we kind of just ended up there. But I don't believe it was as good as the, the Treehouse, which does go in the gold medal position. Uh, the Alter Ego. Yeah, it was closest to the New England style IPA that I have been used to. Uh, it Yes, it is the most classic of the three. So that goes in the gold medal position. Now, on a positive note, here's where I'm going to twist it a little bit. Obviously, these are beers that are not my style. So I'm going to give a charge to all three of these breweries. I would like to have all three of these breweries back here on the show with a different style. I would like to see those three come back on this show with a stout. I don't think any of them do a stout, Adam. <laughs> I was going to say, that is going to be really hard to find. I think they could do it. <laughs> I'll tell you, Fat Orange Cat does do a Saison. I get you I get you that. Okay. I know that. I know that. Okay. I, I would like to see what they could do with a stout. I, I, I want to see if these breweries are a one-trick pony. Uh, so I would like to see if, if at all possible, uh, I'm going to talk to you, Lord Hobo, Fat Orange Cat, and Treehouse. Uh, if and when you're listening, let us know if you have any stouts available. I would like to have you guys back on this show with a stout uh, to flex your muscles a little bit. And I do know that Treehouse does do some stouts and porters, but they mm. are few and far between. That's so fine. acquiring one of those is going to be they just gotta send us one. a bit of a challenge. Bre- yeah, it is a challenge. The brewery's probably not going to send us any. Probably we'll, not. <laughs> but we'll see if we can get somebody up there to send us. Adam, they I'll do have... realistic. Yeah. Adam, they do have Treehouse. Uh-huh. They have a Russian Imperial Stout. Fantastic. By the name of Space and Time. Okay. So I, I, I would be more than willing to try that on the show. All right, then. Well, if you ask nicely and you beg now, the same way Sam has been begging all episode. <laughs> so. Fat Orange Cat, Lord Hobo, and Treehouse... Feel free to send us anything outside of the IPA style and see if you can impress Adam and, frankly, impress me. Yes. I, I, I would like to see... That's why I picked a specific style, the stout, mm-hmm. because I'd like to line these these three breweries up oh, yeah. again. Oh, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, if you pick stouts, if you impress me with a stout, all right. Exactly. We, we got stout one and stout two here. Yeah. I'll edge to you the same way Sam does for your IPAs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're not too proud around here. That's right. <laughs> So there you go. There's there's my ranking and my, my rant. Okay. Well, good rant. 
If you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA, and that'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you want to listen to brand new episodes every Friday, as you should, then all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher like Podbean, Stitcher, Google Music Play, and Apple Podcasts. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review because... We are a six-star show, but they only let us use five. Review us. Be nice. (laughs) Tell your friends. That's more important. And then have them tell two friends. And then have them tell two friends. Do the reverse funnel for us. <laughs> Please. <laughs> we're not we're, we're not a multi-level marketing scheme. We're not trying to sell you shitty-ass CBD oil. No, but we are trying to sell you t-shirts. We are trying to sell you t-shirts on Public. Also, Th- search Hop Nation USA. <laughs> and beg you for Toppling Goliath, Trillium, Treehouse, Alchemist, and... 450 North. 450 North, yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> Try to think of the Don't last forget that one. one we talked about. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget that one. <laughs> Such a long list I have to rattle off here. <laughs> Page two. Page two. Cigar City. Hunapu. <laughs> I can trade you Dancing Dome, Hitchhiker, and Grist House. Like the whole breweries? That's a lot for just a couple of beers. Not my breweries. <laughs> I'll, give, I'll give away the whole damn thing. I don't care. I'll, give, I'll, start, I'll start selling the employees, the owners of those breweries, too. No. <laughs> no. You can't sell people, Sam. We made laws against Even that. Even for beer? Even for beer. What do you think this is? Libya? Cut it out. Ooh, hey. Hot takes. Ooh, hey. Check out for Pico Brew on the App Store. See you next week. Bye. if you squeeze your dick just stop grabbing the microphone <laughs> <laughs>